Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am back, baby. It's your host, Luke LeBen, and I'm here with my good buddy, Kev Connor. Kev Connor, that's what you go by now. Uh, you dropped the in while I was in Ireland. Uh, that's what I heard on the streets, so that's what we're going with. How you yeah, doing, Kev? Justin Timberlake came up to me and said, drop the in, just Kev. <laughs> yes. Luke, As you- we all know, he's been just Timberlake for a while. <laughs> Uh, Luke, you go to the British Isles, you have a fun vacation, and lo and behold, less than two weeks later, the British monarchy is in shambles, so what'd you get up to, bud? Oh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm a little rascal, (laughs) you know what I, what I do when I'm overseas, uh, yeah, I, I had a, uh, one journey to Ireland, another journey in one day to Amsterdam, which was fun, but a lot, uh, and then a fun journey called COVID when I got home. Uh, and it was, uh, it was not the most fun, uh, a little, uh, second vacation I had there, but yeah, I'm glad to, to be on the other side of it. To be blunt and pardon my French, COVID stinks. Yes. It's bad. Uh, whoa, you said the S word. Yeah. Um, and uh but we're but i'm ready to be back listening to some music with my bud and uh let's get into it should we just jump right in yeah i want to hear your first song because i haven't heard your sweet dulcet music in weeks oh yes and you know i did have a uh playlist of albums for the plane uh listen to a lot of elo but i have been catching up with some new stuff because i didn't listen to as much new stuff uh, while I was jet setting around the world, but I'm very excited uh, to play a song from one of my favorite bands making music today. Uh, this is Super Organism. I love them. I know you love them. Kevin. Yes, their beloved uh, band released their debut album in 2018, and uh, I don't know if you've seen the episode of Legion with them in it, but it was very fun. Uh, it's I was watching it and like befuddled i was like wait that's super organism i know them uh and it's super great and highly recommend it you don't really you could just watch that episode it's the first episode of season three just watch up till you see super organism it's like whoa this is super fun because i think they play a song in it too yeah go do that wow that was super organism hey right um And uh, they've been releasing a handful of singles from their second album, which is called Worldwide Pop. And uh, I listened to the whole thing today. It's so good. And there are some, you know, they've released like five or six singles and they're all like really good. But then there's some songs on the album that aren't even singles that are album cuts that are amazing. So uh, very excited for this album to come out. And it comes out. Next week, a week from today, on July 15th, so you don't have to wait that long. And they're bringing the heat with the uh, features on this album. Have you seen who is featured, Kev? It's pretty great. I've seen a few. It uh, it doesn't surprise me that 
you know the the non singles uh, are amazing because that's how I feel like their debut was. The, yeah. That album was was zero skips, nonstop hits. Yeah, it's great. And uh, so they've got some great people joining them this time. You got Chai, amazing band that we played on the pod before. Also, uh, Chai just put out a song featuring Superorganism this week that is also very great. I heard that. That um, was really good. And then you got Stephen Malcolmus from Pavement as well, which I'm a huge Pavement fan. And uh, I was just reading this article about Arono, who's the lead singer of Superorganism, and how like Pavement was one of her favorite bands and was really inspired by the way that they like didn't care and they just made the music that they wanted to and they didn't care if it was commercially successful and then you see super organism who comes out and they do that and like arono especially like her performances on uh like everybody wants to be famous sun for your mind were some really unique performances the, the speak singing which like stephen malcolmus you'll hear do on this song but uh but it's cool because they didn't care about that and then they became this successful beloved band and everyone loves them so one of my um, favorite tiny desk concerts oh yeah and i i should probably go back and watch that one yeah but they're always it's very it's very like super organism character filled yeah awesome um and worldwide pop like i said that name says it all it's it's great um and it's very like I love the, they have very like meta lyrics, uh, it, but like honest and emotional too. Like it's, you're like, oh yeah, like they're hitting at some truth, but very like talking about like, oh, people think you made a bunch of money, like talking about their music career, like what people think of there's some of that on there too. Um, and the production is just so great. Video game sounds, all, all manner of soundscapes and just things that like literally stop you in your tracks. You're like, whoa, what is happening to this song right now? So uh, we're going to listen to this latest single, which is called Into the Sun. And you'll hear what I'm talking about. And this features Jen Hashino, who is a great Japanese artist and singer. You'll hear a great vocal part there, um, as well as the aforementioned Stephen Malcolmus. Uh, then you got Paija Ma, which uh, they're featured several times on the album and uh they're very good i they have an album out this year i wanted to check out as well let's uh step outside and just bask in the glow as we listen to super organism with into the sun
terre semble si frêle d'ici. Et rejoins les étoiles. Vois-tu les nuages Casse ton aquarium. to give that a hot diggity what's up what's up what's up (laughs) i don't know if it was what's up no there was like a what's up in that song it was very prominent oh Uh, yeah i'm pretty sure that was stephen malcolmus's main contribution i don't know if he uh played guitar or something else too but vocally i'm pretty sure that was him saying if you see me around say what's up yeah, um, I love that. that. I mean, that it's wild to me that Super Organism has put out a song, a new song that is more Super Organism than anything else they've put out to date. But this, like, yeah. so leans into the style that they developed on their debut and now goes beyond. And yeah. I'm very excited to hear the rest of it. I'm jealous you got to. I'm just... I, I'm hyped. This, is, this might be... In contention for oh, sound of the definitely. summer, maybe oh, especially that into the sun, which it's like, it's one of the more laid back of the singles, but it's still like there's so much happening in it with every superorganism song. There's just like a lot going on. You had some French uh, at the beginning and end. Yeah, uh, I love the little acoustic guitar picking that comes in. Like just so many great sounds, uh, and that's what they always do, and that's what I love. Like. I feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of artists who are doing this sort of style of pop now, but I really credit Superorganism with sort of pushing it forward. I feel like when they with their first album, but 
um it's kind of like what hippocampus did on their new album too mm-hmm. sort of just this this sort of cut and paste style of pop where there's a lot of different things coming in and out i just really love it and where it feels cartoony and video gamey uh and just like light and fun and it also That's what super organism brings it, it speaks to the name in that i mean the the group is huge yeah like there's Which i don't know if they whittled it down there's only five of them in the picture now but there's still a lot of it, different it feels, influences it feels like they've taken a bunch of different influences and you know musicians yeah. and and cobbled them together into a super organism like that very much yeah like is a fitting name yeah. And I like I just like that's so you're not only getting development of one artist, you're getting development of all of the artists. Yeah, so it's for exciting. sure. Yeah, just amazing pop with imaginative production. Love it so much. They're one of my favorite bands making music today. And like you said, this might be one of the one of the albums of the year might be the sound of the summer. Uh, I think I think so. So that was Super Organism with Into the Sun. Featuring Jen Hoshino, Stephen Malcolmus, Pai Jama, and Axel Kankato. And that is from Worldwide Pop out July 15th on Domino. Vienna-based artist Sophie Royer isn't just a musician. She's classically trained in concert violin and viola at Vienna's Conservatorium, performing at some of Dang. Austria's greatest concert halls. Uh, that got her foot in the door to work at uh, Stone's Throw Records, where she did oh, A&R, nice. which developed her into DJing throughout Los Angeles. And later into... careers. This is awesome. And later into releasing her debut album, Cult Survivor. That album, I listened to it today, and it's a somewhat toned-down, stripped-back production, and like it almost has like a lounge singer vibe, like some of Father John Misty's like more recent stuff. Mm. I really enjoyed it, um, and it's it's solid. But I love the direction that she's gone in with her most recent single. Uh, the song, the name of it, has a lot of synonyms. Uh, it's a it's a color. Uh, P618, or Schaus Pink, or Drunk Tank Pink. Luke, I'm going to have you open up Google and type in the hex code for this. Uh, it's okay. FF91AF. Ooh, that's a nice light shade of pink. Uh, so this color, it's as you said, a bright pink, has been observed to reduce hostile, violent, or aggressive behavior. Ooh. Um, Should I go full screen on this bad boy? Yeah, put put a full screen and just calm the fuck down. Yeah. You know what I should do? I should uh, punch this uh, color in. While we listen to the song, I'm definitely going to make it a custom color on my color-changing light over here. Uh, so, and musically... This song will yeah. be calming, relaxing, dancey, vibey, and just an Ooh. outright bop. Uh, that's what Sophie Royer brings with this track. So let's give a listen to Sophie Royer with Baker Miller Pink. Simple. 
I enjoyed that a lot. I was dancing in my chair. That was a nice, like, disco-y, electronic, groovy bop. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I couldn't get Baker Miller pink on my light. Exactly. I got it close enough. Uh, it kind of is just a purpley pink. I don't think it does it justice. Um, but, but I liked that chorus of, uh, don't think you're special. Don't even think Baker Miller pink. Uh, the the lyrics me. throughout are pretty cutting towards the, yeah, those, those that don't I'd think. I'd say so. Uh, I really I really like it. I like how you know the the chorus kind of extends through the last minute of the song and it kind of builds throughout. You know yeah. me, I love a build. It's just oh yeah, it gets me every time. And I just uh, you know having listened to her debut and now this, I'm very excited for new music because I love this direction. Uh, the, yeah. the debut cult survivors very good but like this to me is next level nice you're seeing some growth there exactly that was sophie royer with baker miller pink out now via stone's throw records nice and this will uh line up nicely because everything you were just saying uh is true of the, my next artist although she makes wildly different music than what we just heard. Uh, and I'm excited to play it for you. This is a uh, Swedish singer songwriter, Alice Bowman. And uh, I played her single dreams on the podcast back in 2017, if you can believe it, wow. which it's crazy that it's, that was five years ago. Um, and uh, now since then uh, she released her debut album, dream on in 2020 
and she's back with her second album, The Space Between. No, not the Dave Matthews album. That's what I always think of. The Space Between. But uh, but I was reading the sort of inspiration was interesting because she was saying that her partner was like teasing her with uh, because she doesn't like space because it like makes her realize her own insignificance in the world. So it like causes an existential crisis. And uh, so like she didn't want to cut like make the theme space, but then it was talking about like the different spaces between people, between things. And so it's like she noticed that it was coming up a lot on the record. And so she went with it. So it's uh, an interesting uh, backstory to that title and uh, different meanings on the word space, which I always love that word play. But uh, but when I played Dreams back in the day, I remember it being like kind of just a sparse, beautiful track with some piano and some nice soundscapes. And so when I saw that she had new music out, I was like, oh, check this out. And that's the sound I was sort of expecting. And I she delivered it for sure. But also, like we talked about, there's some growth, I feel like. And I was like, oh, I haven't checked in with this artist in a few years. Like, I can see some, like, additions. There's some cool, like, synth organ sounds. The other single, Night and Day, has a bit of a, more of a full band sound. But still with that just, like, nice, floaty, cosmic, spacious vibes. And uh, so I that's what's great about her sound. So I was like glad to check back in and be like oh yeah this still sounds great she still got this signature sound and that's what we're going to hear on this song so let's take a listen to alice bowman with maybe <laughs> Thank you. 
I love the lyrical, like, singer-songwriter aspect of this. The yeah. the one thing that just, like, got stuck in my noggin was the kind of keyboard horn sound throughout the song. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I thought that was, like, yeah. I, I was wondering what that kind of was. The doo-doo-doo. Maybe like an oboe or something, or it it might just be like some synth sound. I've been playing like I've been going through and playing old Final Fantasy games, which have like PS One era soundtrack where like they can only fit so much like sound Mm. into the cartridge. Yeah, and it it for some reason like just like ticked that part of my brain, and I that's all. Also, maybe it is like a software oboe or some some sounds like that. That's if what it, it sounded like activated to me. That. And it just like I love it. It it but I don't know, like I, I feel like if it had been uh, uh acoustic, like physical instrument, yeah, I, I would have it would have blended into the song better for me, but it stuck out to me and that just like I, I loved the song, but that like was the only focal point I could I could get to it. Oh, it distracted you, you're yeah. Saying. Well, this is also like stripped down uh beautiful ballads is not always your thing you know you're mm-hmm. the banger bitch you're a pop princess um this is true and so so i i anticipated that maybe this wouldn't strike you as much as me uh but it gives me just like some quiet seaside vibes that sound too uh just fit in there nicely with for for me at least uh i thought it fit in there nicely but uh yeah just nice like peaceful beautiful jams and i was like it's sort of, you know, going through my email, like trying to pick a song and I'm like, Oh, Alice Bowman. I bet that'll be beautiful. And then I clicked it. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is lovely. And like, just made me feel good and nice and relaxed. Sort of the effect that Baker Miller pink gives you. Um, and similarly, the chorus is kind of cutting there where she's saying like, you will never be mine. But that's what the song she was saying is sort of like capturing the beauty of, accepting the the things you can't change sort of and uh you know that's uh that's a hard thing to do but uh it's beautifully captured there yeah i went and added her recent album or her 2020 album to my library like i want to go through and listen to it and hopefully my noodle doesn't get stuck on a synth horn and hey collapse it on itself who knows (laughs) sometimes you get a sticky noodle and (laughs) that's the way it is you know um, so that was Alice Bowman with Maybe from The Space Between, and that is out October 21st. Whoa, close to Halloween. Spooky. Spooky. Oh. Uh, this I, will actually be a great fall album. I'm excited. But that's via Pius. I saw a photo confirmation of Reese's Pumpkins in the store today. Oh, we're already there. We're already no, there. not ready. I'm, apparently, not ready. the second the 4th of July ends, it's like Halloween. Do they not know we're still in Dad Rock Summer? Come I, on. Listen, we're already into Spooky Fall. <laughs> no, not Just, yet. I'm clinging to Dad Rock Summer for the next two months with all my all I, my strength. You know what? I uh, I was on TikTok, as you do, and I don't know if you've seen this, Luke, but there's a very common format of a drive-thru window employee. No. And Okay, 
It's it's a drive through. I do ha- not scroll TikTok. Uh, I I'd, I'd be, I'd be not scrolling. that I'm better than anyone. I'm just saying I don't do that. <laughs> it's a uh, the TikTokers out there are loving this. Uh, it's a drive through window employee handing a bag of food out, and the picture swipes, and the inserted second image is, is whatever you choose, and the right. third image okay. is the employee smiling saying. Like describing the second image, and the gotcha. fourth is them jumping out the window towards them. Uh, okay. And I, the one I saw that felt so personal to me was the second image was just a car with Walter Becker and Donald Fagan photoshopped into it, <laughs> and it was like Walter Becker and Donald Fagan with Steely Dan, and he's going out the window for him. And I, I was like, I finally, the algorithm got me. These are my people. Nice. Before you uh, talked about Steely Dan, I was thinking, you know, hearing someone describe a TikTok trend it's, is a lot like hearing someone describe a dream that they had. That means nothing. It's to brutal. I apologize for it, but just know that I found but I'm on Steely Dan talk you, now. Yeah, yeah. You're on Steely Dan talk. You brought it around in the end. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, but now I do need to see an example of this. So we'll we'll get in the yeah. text thread later and send some exactly. stuff around. But. London-born Maddie Hainline, known musically as Gretel Hanlon, is a new artist to me. I uh, I stumbled upon her debut album Slug Eye in my search for new music this week, mm. and uh, this I album like that dro- title. yeah, it dropped in May. It's a solid seven songs, twenty minutes. You know, I love a good just like boom, like almost an EP but an album. Very good. Yeah. So uh, Gretel has a really awesome vocal performance throughout the album, and it reminded me a bit of like early mid 2000s alt rock uh, but in a lower octave and she has a really unique mm. voice and she talked to NME about her unique vocals and uh, she's had this to say no one's ever said change it if they did I'd tell them to fuck off <laughs> and looking into it more and more it actually turned out she came down with an illness that had her losing muscle mass in her diaphragm uh, which obviously critical uh-huh. to singing and yeah, right and she said, when I regained that muscle and the control, I was singing so hoarsely and so differently, and I never actually learned how to sing properly again. Uh, she started songwriting, which was the only thing that could engross me, you know, that I didn't feel empty was when I was trying to sing. It sounded really bad for a long time because I couldn't sing, but then I got it back. Adjusting to her new style of singing, she began to love the unconventional tone it gave her in her performances. Uh, that's on display here in this truly awesome track. So let's give a listen to Gretel Hanlon with Apple Juice.
I'll give that a lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Let's go. Which, you know, you had a great, like, disco-y, poppy song, which on certain weeks, maybe that would have been my song that I give the stamp of approval to. But this sort of sludgy, alt-rocky uh, jam, I just, I really enjoyed this. And uh, I liked the sound and the lyrics uh, resonated with me. I liked that you you want to take the picture but you don't want to be in it uh an interesting like sort of depiction of living on the sidelines or you know not taking part in mm-hmm. not being present in life uh but but watching it happen which is very interesting i liked it a lot yeah i mean i that vocal performance you just really don't know where she's gonna go with it and it's yeah. it's super unique and i really love it like it stood out to me when i heard it i was like Whoa. it's great and i listened to the no, whole album and really liked it and I think that's really just awesome and beautiful and a great thing about music because, you know, I make music myself and there's certain songs that I could sing when I was 18 when I wrote them. I wrote them in a certain key that now singing them after a decade of smoking and whatever else uh, has happened to my body. <laughs> um, the horrible like, things you've I, done to it. Yeah. And like I've transposed some to a different key because I'm like, you know, I can sing it better. I. Uh, but I think that's just such a a beautiful thing that like, and you know, this is a serious, like a medical thing that like, you know, affects this thing that you love and this part of your identity. And so uh, super glad that she's able to find her voice again and, uh, you know, put this out and it sounds great. And, you know, she shouldn't be changing the voice at all because it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, better, better for it, perhaps, you know? Yeah. That was Gretel Hanlon with Apple Juice from Slug Eye, out now via VLF Records Limited. All right. Well, my last song comes from an awesome artist who has been putting out music since like the early 2000s, but they're new to me and I don't know what I've been doing. I need to dig back into their whole discography. This is Half-Handed Cloud, and this is the project of John Ringhofer and... His new album, Flutterama, is out now on Asthmatic Kitty, which that's it's, Sufjan Stevens' label, if you're if you're uh, hip to the scene. Uh, uh, only because every time I hear Asthmatic Kitty, I'm like, who's doing that? I love that so much. And I've, I've looked it up like <laughs> yeah. three times. Oh, it's Sufjan, yeah. Um, and uh, this album truly is a Flutterama. It flutters and flies all over the place, and you're like... Whoa, what's happening now? Uh, sort of like what we talked about with Superorganism. Similar, like, breakneck pace at times, but very different sound, and uh, I love it. Uh, it's tough to describe, but I did my best attempt to Brian. I said it's like ELO meets Early Animal Collective. Um, I would Ooh. also say, yeah, right? That's an interesting sound, but I would also throw, like, uh, Dr. Dog, Elliot Smith, the beach boys like a lot of interesting like influences and just a blend of sounds and uh, i just heard this yesterday and was like oh this is really interesting and cool and uh was blown away listen to the whole album it's like a one-of-a-kind diy experimental pop so it's like very catchy and engaging but strange and surprising at the same time and goes many places in a short time and 
we're certainly going to hear that on the song we're going to listen to called Swallowing the Water You Walked On. So that's like a new version of worshiping the ground someone walks on, I think. But maybe this person is Jesus because they're walking on water. Just logistically Um, challenging. Yeah. But, and, you know, maybe... I don't know water that's had feet in it might not taste the best, but who knows? Maybe that's where you get that good juice. (laughs) (laughs) But I think there may be some sort of religious connotation too. I'm not sure because the name half handed cloud, I believe was taken from the old Testament. So who knows? But uh, this is, this song is just a smorgasbord of dizzying and delightful sounds. There's some great piano and just interesting things that happen along the way. So uh, I hope you're thirsty, Kev, because we're about to swallow the water you walk on as we listen to the song by the same name by Half-Handed Cloud. Joey Chestnut because I'm swallowing that hot diggity dog water. Hell yeah. Oh, you could have also said call you Fred Durst because you got that hot dog flavored water Jeez. or whatever. Well, you know, yeah. it, Joey Chestnut's in the news. He ate yeah. a billion hot dogs in seven seconds. You know. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. But yeah, that's the Fourth of he's... July because that's what's Ameri- That's what America's all about. Right. Of course. Of course. Uh, but that, like, that song, Luke. We both worked as video editors. You know when, like, yeah. you accidentally shift something and it, it just like everything, and it's, yeah. it's, it sounds like the best accident of that. Like, it, it right. genuinely feels like there are two songs that somehow got like just thrown together and they worked out. And I'm sure, right? 
you know, that speaks to the talent that it is like meticulously crafted that way to sound chaotic and and yeah. just, you know, like buckets of sounds being poured into my ears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's I just it's it was incredible. Like I was just sitting here with my eyes shut and just like getting bombarded with sonic yeah, like glitter bombs. Exactly. It was it was wild. I like <laughs> That's it's a just, great way to put it. It was it was so um textured and unique yeah. that I, I could do nothing but just sit here and smile and enjoy. And he actually recorded it on a sixteen track reel to reel recorder. And um I was trying to find like the instruments that he he used, but there's some sort of organ that he's standing behind in a picture and so yeah, lots of just great sounds, really interesting production and writing and like i i thought you could go either way on it as we talked about you're the banger bitch so i was like you know this might be a little too weird for kevin but also the hand claps and that chorus is just so catchy and like fast and you're like oh what what's he even saying this is so great yeah so i i, I couldn't tell you a single gotcha. lyric from that song because i was so enamored no. with the sound of it that i just it, right. like that part of my brain shut off and i was just enjoying just the soundscape and I, yeah. anything that does that to me I'm in deal like that yeah. makes you feel something to it. Like it, it scratches your brain. Yeah, for sure. Uh, great vocal performance as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, love his voice. Very unique voice. And uh, yeah, highly recommend the album. All the songs are like one to two minutes long. And like, I love the like DIY album. Like I feel like they come along every couple of years where it's something like this, where it's just like, like completely like whoa what is this and like a lot of the songs are short and it feels just like a cool like diy cut and paste type type project and uh but like you're saying probably meticulously uh crafted and it sounds great so highly recommend i just picture the play school xylophone you know like the with the with the rainbow keys yeah like just oh, yeah. someone like just like fisher price yeah just going jamming going on, on, it. on it and I, that's <laughs> nothing but joy and talking about your great sort of depiction of the sound that you just heard i've been playing super mario world a lot because we were at this uh pizza place in ireland uh it's like a bar pizza place and there was like on a screen uh just super mario worlds being played like super mario speed runs uh just on a screen and i was watching i was like oh i love that level and it's like the last world where bowser's castle just looks like there's a bumping party going on you're like i want to go there um and so i've been replaying that game because it was like one of my favorites from my childhood and uh and my teen years and uh super organism and like this just capture like the sort of visual like smack in the face that that is there's just like bright clouds there's shells and turtles and all it's like it sounds like the musical embodiment of like what that is and i just want want it uh in my veins in my ears all the time yeah 100 <laughs> percent. I, I i can't disagree yeah 100 percent. like that rules so that was Half-Handed Cloud with Swallowing the Water You Walk On from Flutterama, and that is out now on Asthmatic Kitty Records. Pool Blood is the musical nom de plume of Toronto's Miriam Syed. You don't want pool blood, then the sharks come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They smell it. I, I was like, sharks in a pool? How? <laughs> All pools are connected to the ocean. We it, know that. It is true, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're a beloved figure in the indie music community in their hometown of Toronto. Having grown up in a religious household and kept at arm's length from popular music, they nonetheless found themselves mm. drawn to the music of Yusef Islam, Cat Stevens. Oh, uh, I can relate. Who left an indelible imprint on Sayed's relationship to music and songwriting, drawing inspiration from a wide array of artists like Fiona Apple, Nick Drake, Ichiko Aoba, and Mitsuki. And every stop in between, Pool Blood is a pastiche of genres and styles working in a blended harmony. Uh, That's awesome. And I can definitely relate to that being raised on Christian music and not uh, and kept from popular music for a while. So. This uh, this song features friend of the pod Shamir, who plays guitar oh. and drums on the track, and it's reflective of what Pool Blood does best: lush and expansive bedroom pop. So here's Pool Blood with Twinkie. I'll give that a lordy lordy, Barry Gordy. Love it. The, the, 
the sludgy guitar vibes, but that was like equal parts sludgy and sunny. I loved it. Gave me like sort of like some always surf rocky uh, type vibes, but and I didn't even think that sounded like bedroom pop. That was I wouldn't even know that was made in a bedroom. <laughs> um, and uh, Shamir treading on it. There were no beds it. involved. <laughs> there were no beds involved. Um, no beds were harmed in the making of this album. Uh, but that was great. I loved that sound, and uh, it, it had a catchy chorus. And I'm want to keep bumping this. Yeah, it's a really it's a track that's been kind of stuck in my head for for a few weeks now. So it's really glad to share it. That was Pool Blood with Twinkie out now via Nextdoor Records. All right, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the new music Friday releases out today that we are excited to listen to in shouts. First up, an artist I played recently on the pod, Laura Veers, great singer-songwriter, was in the KD Lang, Nico Case, Laura Veers, Case Lang Veers project, uh, and uh, her new album Found Light is out, and we heard a song that from that was great, so I'm excited to hear what it's like. An interesting step forward for her, so. Uh, then we got Brent Fias, who, uh, with Wasteland, and I know his name from showing up on albums by Tyler the Creator, by Baby Keem, uh, great featured artist on many things. So excited to check out his album. Uh, the aforementioned, this was some serendipity. I got excited when you were talking Ishiko Ayaba with the soundtrack for Amiko, who you just mentioned. Yeah. And uh, I just saw that this soundtrack was coming out. Um, and checked it out and was just listening to some of her other like older stuff and it was really great and beautiful like folky uh loved it so it was some nice serendipity i was like oh hey yeah i know that artist too and i'm so yeah gonna check out that soundtrack and we we love to get some more soundtracks on here for the folks like our friend joe who just listens to scores and soundtracks so uh the most recent tweet on the best song ever twitter account let me confirm this, uh, was about a soundtrack. And of course, there it was posing the question, is Jack Antonoff's Minion soundtrack the sound of the oh, summer? I saw that. And it may be. Maybe. <laughs> um, I've been really like, just as I was sick with COVID, just scrolling Twitter for all the Minion teams. <laughs> 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 really giving me life. Truly. Just a wild time. <laughs> yeah um and uh last up kdj pearson with sound of the morning just uh liked the album cover listened to the latest single and it was some good guitar rock so gonna check that out what you got kev friend of the pod lonely twin played her recently on the podcast with this end had no beginning i'm very excited to hear that album been looking forward to it for a while now we uh, have metric with formentera I yes. love Metric. I'm very excited for love this. Metric. And then Kid Cudi with The Man Who Flew to the Moon, Volume 1. It's a compilation, so I'm, I'm curious as to what this is. Ah, a little compy comp. Yeah, just a little cud comp. All right. Well, we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great shows going on there. And hey, if you're in the area, head on down to the physical planet ant theater and check out the shows going on. Uh, and 
our third daddy, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Great interviews and columns and the zine going on over there. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.